I'm here to help. Believe it or not, you you cussing out people don't even know here. You don't know who I am. Did you ask me who I was, or did you proceed to call me stupid and tell me I don't know where I'm at? This my city. I probably been here longer than you. It's just our city. If you let me help you. Okay, calm down. Be blessed, baby. Be blessed. Be blessed. Number love. Detroit Red has nothing but love for you. Nothing but love. That's okay. The dumber I am, somebody will teach me. Let's just start breaking this. Don't more bullshit. Don't more bullshit. No bullshit. That's wow. Detroit Red catching hell on the streets of Detroit. Coming in hot. Man, oh, hot. That, man, that's what happens when you take on the man, the goddamn man, and the man standing next to the goddamn man. And the woman. <laughs> and the woman, right. Hey, well, so look at that's just English out. language. A woman is a man. A woman. <laughs> when you running this shit, you the man. Okay, we're going to change that too. Now when you're running shit, you're the woman. I'm the goddamn woman. God damn it. Welcome to the No Bullshit News Hour. March 26, 2021. Remember, this is lunch for your brain. Today. Delicious. Today, we talking about guns, Gilbert, and the god-awful truth about the god-awful nursing homes. What? happen at Cobo Hall Field Hospital. We've got the whistleblower, Dr. Whistleblower. Guess what they did with it after all that money? They turned it into a soup kitchen. So we got our man on the street getting cussed out down there. Comedian Detroit Red, what do you got for us today? Hey, look here. I'm, on, I'm down here in front of the homeless center out of the TCF Center. We gonna talk about what's going on and how a man of God can't even avoid being screwed by the big men with all the money. So make sure you share, 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 and stay tuned. Goddamn man screwing the man of God. God damn. Only here, only on the new Bullshit News Hour, which brought a life Nice. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. When it comes to security and investment, who are you talking about? Luke Nowacki. There's only one top line Who's that? Luke Nowacki, 248. 6634748, grow your assets. They specialize in security. That's what kind of securities, my brother? Retirement accounts. They're the best in the business. College saving plans. All of your investment needs. Look here. Bitcoin. Wall is the one. Stocks and bonds. Pick up the phone. So pick up the phone today. 248-663-4748. Remember. Loot packing down below. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Call him about that. Matter of fact, tell me, King. Fire plug no wacky. Specialized. After all, I am talking Grow about your assets. Wall Alliance. Leave that on. You want to know the only guy got a, a bigger bigger package than, than Luke Nowacki? Who? Who's slapping people around with it? Who? That's Barry Ellen Tuck at ADR, oh, wow, man. He yes. tell you, he, he'll smack you with that junk. He will. 
I'm going to tell you something. I told you. Is that a promise or you a threat? You got problems with the man. You got problems with the government. You got problems with the contractor. You got problems. You call ADR. I availed myself on an issue with a governmental body. I, mm. I called ADR. I want to give you my personal business, right? Because they're discreet. Hey. Nobody mm. knows it's even me. I have ADR. Reach out in an ethical, honest manner. Make call, make couple calls. Guess what? By that evening, my problem with the government done. Solved. Yeah, I'm, I'm not joking. Good, good. I don't lie. I do not lie. ADR can't get your an uh, straight answer. You can't get City Hall to answer you. You can't navigate the jungle. Save time and money. Call ADR. Construction, deconstruction, demolition, rehabilitation, project management, owner representative services. Get it done the way it should be done without excuses. Ethical, honest, smart, and yes, discreet. Call Barry Ellentuck for free consultation. I am singing his praises, Karen. It worked, I'm telling you, within hours. 248-318-9424. That's 248-318-9424. Mention the No Bullshit News Hour and tell him you need someone to fix your S-H-I-T. Oh, come on, oh my say God. it, Karen. I think Karen's a double agent. <laughs> See, motherfucking and shitbagging and uh, off the air. Now she's going, S-H-I double toothpicks. <laughs> hey, Charlie, you're supposed to be my friend. I, how can I say things around you and tell everybody? H-I <laughs> double toothpick. Hell yeah. Poor Karen. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, Karen. It's been a really, uh, I don't want to borrow you all out there, but it's been a rugged and emotional week. And I, I want to thank you for being my friend, you know, just being there. I want to thank we my family. You, I want to dedicate this show to my brother, Jimmy, who passed away Saturday, the first day of we spring. Do. Who you are and what you do. What is going on with that boy? Our condolence. Is that her again? That's her. That's her. Fuck. We're so busy. Trying to make sure Dr. Whistleblower's microphone it wasn't going to blow him up and get him canned because he works for the government. When you speak out against the government, you work for the government. You ain't working for the government very long. So, Karen, give me one more here. Just give me a Mary Had a Little Lamb. Who, me? For yeah. a sound check? Sound check. Like, fuck, suck. No. <laughs> Charlie, we extend our condolences to you and your family. We love you, who you are and what you do. I'm proud of Red for holding it down from all the, the wild people from the West Side that are antagonizing him downtown. How's that? Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Let me start out. Um, I'm not, I don't care who you are out there. I'm getting to the bottom of this nursing home, the field hospitals, the money, the infection rate. Would you stop calling me and regurgitating talking points? I want to hear them. I'm doing my job. That's what a reporter does. I know you're not used to it around here. So I'm going to tell you, do you remember the COVID field hospital that we paid for but never used? Oh, yeah. It's a soup kitchen now. And that's cool. Homeless need a soup kitchen, but for $50 million, imagine what we could have done with it. Meanwhile, the governor's handpicked nursing homes, remember the ones he's talking about? They're hell holes. You know how I know? Okay. The hubs, the, you know, the, the absolute ones we sent them to? These are the summertime reports from the federal government. 
At least nine out of the 21 flunked. <laughs> Why did the Whitmer administration close the TCF Center Field Hospital in Detroit last year? That million-dollar pop-up facility, multi-million-dollar pop-up facility, I should say, that was supposed to handle the COVID-positive people with no safe place to go. Why were infected and recuperating old people instead get pushed into nursing homes where they could spread the sickness? That is the $50 million question. Whitmer defended her decision in July. Yes, I remember him. She said there was no evidence that, quote, isolation units created within existing nursing home facilities are somehow inefficient hmm. to, protect, to protect seniors. Except now, there's plenty of evidence to suggest they were worse than insufficient. As it happens, at least nine of the 21 hubs set up to handle those infected seniors flunked federal inspections this summer after, after the field hospital closed. Meaning, we could have been using that. These reports are dripping with horror stories of positive patients being mingled with healthy residents who later died. Cleaning and dietary staff who casually cross back and forth between isolation wards into the general population. A lack of personal protection equipment. Not to mention atrocious, atrocious details of abuse, neglect, malnutrition, and human beings left to lie in crusty, soiled diapers of feces. The temporary field hospital closed in May after attending to a measly 39 people. <laughs> the field hospital was set up in late March at a cost of at least, at least $10 million. The lion's share of that bill was assumed by the feds. The retrofit at the convention center included a thousand state-of-the-art hospital beds. We got a picture of that? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. we'll put that up. A negative pressure ventilation system to filter out the infected air. An oxygen tank on the roof bigger than a tractor trailer that sent oxygenated air to each individual bed. Each individual bed. Nice. It was staffed by health professionals from around the country, people. Add to that, get this one, a $36 million state handout to the TCF Center this September, plus rent paid by the state to the TCF for its use as a hospital that we did not use it as. And you're looking at more than $50 million. So what do we get? What do we get? State administrators promised back in May when they announced the shutdown that if a second surge arrived in early winter, the field hospital could open. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Remember? Did it? <laughs> By then, the TCF, however, was being used as a soup kitchen and bathhouse for the homeless. Seriously. Wow. Wow. A soup kitchen and bathhouse, but with really superior ventilation. So why was the convention center not fully used for recovering nursing home residents in the first place? According to Bob Wheaton, he's the spokesman for the state's Department of Health and Human Services, the Whitmer administration decided that keeping the field hospital open to serving nursing home patients did not make sense because of its physical limitations. I'm going to quote here. The TCF was not designed to provide and did not provide the standard of care one could expect 
at a nursing home or a hospital, he told Bridge Magazine in July. Really? Hmm. Really? A field hospital built and staffed by the United States military personnel with a convention for piled high with medical supplies couldn't provide the standard of care one could expect in Michigan's fetid nursing homes? I find that hard to believe. Really? Looking at those pictures. Uh, yeah, so I did some digging. Whitmer created nursing home hubs to be places of last resort when there was no place for recovering people to go. These homes were supposed to be extra special places, places that had separate nursing and janitorial staff, as well as separate and isolated wings following special protocols. But most of these nursing homes were never any good to begin with. 11 of the chosen 21 received below or far below average ratings in their federal Medicaid grades last year. And, as anyone with an average IQ might guess, these dumps didn't do any better during the pandemic. Huh? Right here. At least nine were cited for improper infection controls, according to these government inspection reports that I spent all fucking week reading. They were conducted in the summertime. After the first wave it hit, and after the TCF Center, Field Hospital was mothballed. At the low point, that's what you were seeing. Consider an Oakland County nursing home in June an investigator found three residents on the COVID ward who were not COVID positive. They weren't supposed to be there. Workers did not change their PPE when traveling between sections of the buildings or even wash their hands. At a Detroit nursing home in July, COVID positive residents were placed throughout the facility everywhere, it seems, except the COVID unit where they belonged, according to these reports. An infected person was seen taking food from a meal cart. Dietary staff continued passing out meals anyway from the cart to residents who weren't in the COVID unit. There are outrageous details also of staff abuse and broken bones, a lack of food and water, uh, open and infected sores, and people going without showers and baths for weeks. These, these were the special hubs. These reports are ledgers of misery and mismanagement and make it impossible to take seriously the governor when she claims the care is better inside these cattle pens than a state-of-the-art U.S. field hospital staffed with competent medical people. Even the homeless outreach program now occupying the basement of the TCF Center sounds like heaven in comparison to the hubs. Because at least there, you get soup, a shower, and your temperature taken. That is nonpartisan. These are just the facts. What's wrong with you? Now, somebody asked me, right, you know, so, so Whitmerite, who didn't mind when I was ripping Trump on the wall, didn't make any sense if you understand the wall, mm -hmm. or there was no fraud at Kobo with those absentee ballots. I was your bestie till then. I'm sure they have a different opinion of you now. Well, I was your bestie. Yeah. I'm just saying enough with the talking points. Well, they never uh, forced anybody to take any nursing home to take them. Yes, they did. They did take Whitmer now is twisting her emergency orders saying we never forced 
any nursing home to take people. I'm going to back up. First, they incentivized it. $5,000 for a COVID bed, $200 a day for anybody occupying it. That means over two months, it's a third of a million dollars. That's what that means. Okay. Once you, once you say you're going to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. Okay. You're stuck. Okay. I guess you're not forcing people, but incentivizing is another way of forcing someone. Once, to do once you accept that money, you have to. You have to. It's your response. Yeah. Two, if you're a nursing home with eighty percent capacity, like it's that you, uh, one fifty of your beds are open, right? You had to do it. So now I get Miss Bright Eyes saying, "Yeah, well, you know, I mean, give me a list of anyone that was under eighty percent," and I'm like, "That's the point. I can't get a list." <laughs> I don't think there is a list. I'm going to court to get your list. At least I expect you to open your mind. Yeah. But I went like this. Okay. I anticipated it. Mannequin. Mannequin's in with us today. <laughs> First he, time. He moved time. a little and it took me <laughs> off my game. I thought he was alive for a second. Please <laughs> cut, cut to him. He hides from the cameras. So I take the list. Yes. I take the list because I anticipated too. I'm not going to spend another month trying to figure out what the state did or did not do. But you go to the very first one, alphabetically on the list. Okay? I just, it's the um, Advantage Living Center Northwest. Okay. okay. They were a hub. What is their bed count? 155 beds. According to the federal uh, report in May or June, I'm not sure, I don't have it right there. Okay, call it, we'll call it June. There were 110 residents. That's below 80%. Is it? I was just doing the math. Yeah, 73. 73%. They were required to anyway. So there you go. There's one. It's worth asking, isn't it? Now, what happens over there? Half the people got COVID. 20% of them died. Holy shit. Right? They, half, fl they flunked everything. Half of the people forced in or half of people overall? There's another one. Don't know, bro. Okay. Okay, but I'm just going off 110. Yeah. Right? So half of those. There's 23 deaths, Ooh. 24 deaths. You know what the feds think? How many deaths are there? Three. <laughs> you understand? This is a mess. Yeah. We can't fix anything if... You got to have good data. Just challenge what you hear. Look, don't be as a cynic. Be a skeptic. Yeah, amen. Because always remember the old saying by Will Rogers, a fool and his money are soon elected. <laughs> Or a fool and somebody else's money are soon elected, Charlie. And whose money is that, Karen? Hey, it's our money. That's the sad part about it. These yep. are our dollars. These are our taxpayer dollars. And we're watching them just being misused, abused, and contributing to the abuse and misuse of those that should be cared for. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the second hub on the list, by my calculations, the latest population I could get, okay. is also under 80%. You see a pattern developing? Yeah. I would assume a lot of them were, and then therefore forced. And what am I? You know, mistake, mistakes are allowed to be made, just no doubling down and then stop at the right. lying. We are still allowing this. Yeah. What do we, what do we, fix what, it? What do we, what? F yeah, fix the shit. Exactly. What? Fix the shit. What? Anyone else? Fix the shit. Fix the shit. Fix the shit. Fix the shit. Karen, but fix the S. 
<laughs> now, now we're in the political game part of it all, though, right? Yeah, no, I'm just okay. I've, I feel that's what that's where it's at. It's just cover. They're covering their ass now. So when well, I'm looking at these, this is the other thing, though. Yeah. If people pay attention, and I want to take a second, Charlie, to thank the listeners who take the time to email us. They're they're taking this on and taking it very seriously about a lot of issues that you bring up. But people have to ask questions. Don't just allow to be taken from news item to news item on a daily day basis because you forget about what happened two days ago. Connect the dots. Ask questions. There has to be some degree of accountability. And right now there's none. Here's a that's right. Here's a here's a newspaper article, mannequin. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I just got over COVID. I had it. I had it. You know what it does? I'm going to tell you, if you if you really have it, here here's the one thing you know. You can't smell or taste anything. That's what I noticed. Hmm. Right? There's, there's no stuff he knows, but it feels like it. Right? You know, they say the dry cough. I don't know. I thought I had the dry cough. Maybe I didn't. Have the, I had a little fever. I had to chill for a night. That was it. Hmm. Boom. I have it. Then I got to let everybody I know, you know, like... Like I had VD or something. Like I, you know, I, I felt really bad. I felt guilt. Wow. Where'd you get it? I have scarlet no idea. Letter, huh? <laughs> you got the scarlet letter C on your forehead and let everybody know that you've been uh, that that you've tested positive. You, you can't have it both ways. Either COVID's real or it's not. And yeah. I'm I know it's real. Had too many people, friends of my acquaintances, die. Yeah. Thank God it didn't get me bad. But it's real. This but, shit is real we're talking about. Especially if you're uh, in a long-term care facility. And so what is the, the new... Look, and, and again, I'm not diminishing it, but let's look at this with a solid eye. Michigan's third in the country in COVID cases again. What, what do we got, about 6,000 or something? Yeah. Like, that's a shitload, well, right? Yeah. But I, again, count cases in terms of death, just like crime. So what we have here is... Uh-oh. Uh, an alarming increase, according to this publication. In the past three weeks, the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations has doubled from 824 to about 1,700. Okay. That's nowhere near a peak statewide. Okay, but here's the alarming part, okay? The increases are being driven by younger adults. Since March 1st, hospitals among them mm -hmm. have gone up by 600%. It's a big number. For thir between 30 and 40. And 800% between 40 and 50. But of course, it's up 40% for those over 80. All really nice numbers. <laughs> it's, it's really crazy what you can do with numbers. You can either look at raw numbers or percentages or both. How many writer yeah. dude or do that? Let me help you with this. How many people between the ages of 30 and 40? Because if there was 10... On March 1st, and there's 40 now, that's a 400% increase, okay? Mm -hmm. If there was 100 people uh, 80 years old, and now there's 400, that's also a 400% increase. Woo. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so I get it. What are we looking at here? You need what, raw numbers and the percentage. What's the recovery rate between 30 and 50? There's Do better. Yeah. Because we're all at each other's throats about what to do. We, the media, the press, have to be skeptical. You ha I ha I'm sorry. Don't hate. I have to do it. I'm going to do it anyway, whether you hate or not. And if you hate, you know what they say? 
Fuck you. <laughs> Is that what they say, Karen? Yes. That's exactly what they say. I didn't hear Charlie say it. What I'm they sorry, say? what was it? One more you time. You know what they said, Charlie. Do you know what they said? <laughs> okay. Don't take my word for it. Here's how it works. You don't even know how many people I'm talking about. You don't know the height and the depth and the east and the west of who I'm talking to. And it's a lot of people. I'm in the Cobo Hall. I want to know the reason it was closed. What was the reason? They say, they say, wave was over. It wasn't high as we anticipated, but they sure told us it was real high. But if they're still paying for the rent and it's already set up. Right, and there's an alarming increase. And you know there's going to be another wave. And it's 30 to 40-year-olds who, uh, you know, was never set up for an old person. Well, you're not old at 30 and 40, not in my book. Sometimes I feel like So, listen, I'm bringing in Dr. Whistleblower, who wants his identity confidential, as he still works for the government. And, you know, when you work for the government and be honest about what the government's doing, you ain't going to be working for the government. But you'll, you'll see. I mean, don't take my word. Maybe it is my brother. I got other brothers. Maybe it is. I know what you think. But he's for real, and I'm working on it. And I want you to hear it first before I get all this, because, yes, governor's people, people in the Health and Human Services Department, the city, Army Corps, FEMA, all of you, I know you had multiple phone conversations every day, and there are transcripts. I know because I know the people up high. Hmm. I'm waiting on those for you, for you. Freedom of Information Act. Anyway, I want to welcome in Dr. Whistleblower, who is there soup to nuts. Doctor, can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? I'm very well, sir. Yourself? I'm doing well. I want to, I want to thank you, uh, you know, for taking the chance and doing this. I, I know it can't be easy. So to start, why? Why, why are you on here? Well, I, I think uh, it's real simple. We need answers. And uh, we're not getting them. Answers to what? The stuff that I saw uh, at uh, Cobo Hall, UCF Center. You know, there was another hospital, too, in Novi. So this is, this is bigger than just one field hospital. Uh, let me do this, too. Uh, Mark, I'm tired of that. Ladies and gentlemen... We have the doctor on a distort, but it's all going through a board. It's technical. So Mark's trying to go like this uh, with my voice and his voice. I'm going to have Mark just also distort my voice so it's not all weird. So you will now hear me like, like this. this. Doctor, doctor, go, go ahead, ahead and, and let's hear you. All right. Uh, thanks, first of all, Charlie, for doing this. And I just want to say the uniformed individuals that worked at the field hospitals did an excellent job. These guys were amazing. They set up a state-of-the-art field hospital in a place where normally you have the auto show. It was amazing. Uniformed individuals set up very complex, very structured uh, areas for putting on equipment, and getting ready to treat patients in the COVID field hospital. I'm going to ask you, doctor, to relax, take a breath, 
And I know you're trying not to reveal who you are, but explain to me what we put in Kobo. Give me the ventilation system to start with. What what happened with that? So first of all, they had to bring in massive oxygen tanks that, and then they had to plumb lines to a thousand beds so that all the patients could have oxygen if needed. So, so it's, it's a, a gigantic care. oxygen tank on the roof or outside of Kobo, right? It, it's actually massive. It's uh, multiple oxygen tanks and condensers, okay. and a lot of uh, equipment that is specialized and way more technical than I could understand. And what it's designed to do is pull the infected air out of Kobo and inject fresh air, meaning it works like a hospital room. So the same HVAC system isn't just spreading the droplets throughout the air. Is that right? Yes and no. The oxygen was for the patients. The air that they used to pressurize Kobo Hall was different. They had special areas that were used for donning equipment. So, for example, you would, uh, if you were a nurse, you would go into a room, it would be pressurized, just like you might see in a hazmat movie, and uh, you would go from one end of the room to the other, in steps, and don all of your equipment, your gloves, your masks, your shields, and then at the very end, you would have somebody that would check your equipment, make sure you're good to go, and then you would go into the treatment area, again, through a pressurized uh, area to make sure that there was no way that the COVID or anything could get into the cold zone. It's kind of like when you're watching those space movies, and they're about ready to do a spacewalk, and they open the first set of doors, you step in, you put all your shit on, they close the doors, and then you open the space bay doors. Airlocks. Airlocks. Everybody that was supposed to be in the field hospital as a patient had COVID. So there's no need to hang up plastic bullshit Hmm. curtains and everything. That's what it was designed to do. Okay, doctor. So describe the staff. Who who did we have in there? Did we have like $12 an hour guys that dropped out of high school and didn't give a shit? Somebody's grabbing a a donut off of a cart. What, What was the professional level of the staff? They had professionals from all over the country. They had uh, what they called PHS officers, public health officers. They were nurses. They would go in and they would treat the patients. They were absolutely professional, great individuals, hardworking. Um, but, of course, they were probably getting paid north of six figures each, and there was hundreds of them. And who, who was to pay for them? Do you know that? I would say, you know, you could probably say $100,000 each. But who was paying for them? The feds, the state, or both? It's got to be the fed. Now that I think about it, it would have to be the fed. Because they were federal officers, and they were, and just like the soldiers that were there, they were also fed, and they were all also getting paid by the fed. Not, Not everybody, everybody there was a federal officer or employee, correct? 
That's correct. There were also state officials that were working there. And oh, nurses that weren't work. military, there are low, whatever, right? There was civilian personnel. That's correct. There was state civilian personnel, and uh, there were also uh, doctors. Uh, one in particular was running the show for a little while. We're going to leave that until I get to that later in the in the spring. Hmm. What I'm doing here is a, there's a supposition here. Why do we close it? We served how many people in a month, sir? Uh, there was a total of 43 patients. That's it. And you have to remember, too, that at this time last year, there was an even bigger shortage of PPE than there is now. And despite that shortage, the governor was sending all the PPE to the field hospital, which wasn't getting used, while the nursing homes were being used and were starved of that PPE. You, you can't see, see it, it, and those listening to the podcast can't see it. You can always go on to Facebook or to uh, uh, YouTube, the Americans page, and, and see this broadcast. We have a photograph up now, a whole convention floor. That's, that's, that's the equipment. That's the PPE, right? This whole thing's a logistics center. Mm-hmm. While we're screaming we don't have anything, all of this shit is sitting here. Wow. All of this. You know, to, to, to think about professionals like yourself and others who were there and witnessing what they know is wrong, not productive, and not in the best interest of the people that are supposed to be served. I mean, how did, how did that go over for you, you know, to be there? Was anybody else witnessing and feeling uncomfortable with this? Or did everybody somehow feel obligated to go along simply because they were being paid to do so? I think everyone, when we're by ourselves and talking, you know, to each other, maybe with trusted individuals, we all admit that it was fraudulent, I guess. I mean, how do you else do you justify uh, all this expense and, and all this stockpiling of all this equipment when you're sending folks somewhere else? It doesn't make any sense. But for the most part, a lot of the individuals that were working there kind of kept their head down kept quiet and didn't want to ruffle any feathers because they were all afraid. Of? Most everyone was afraid of repercussions coming from the government. Losing your job. That's crazy. Fuck me. Okay, again, pause a second. I want to speak directly to the community. I only want the information. I'm not somebody setting out. We, we know what Cuomo did. I don't know if we did that here. I know we're, our governor and New York's governor are issuing joint press releases, calling this ridiculous, a witch hunt, and then a month later issuing another joint press release saying Trump needs to be investigated. As far as I'm concerned, I give two shits about Trump. I give two shits about the governors. I give every care in the world to your old people. Is this so weird to you? The, listen to the doctor. Listen to this. Not me. I'm not fishing for him. I'm making calls. I got a good reputation. They'll talk. I, I'm pleading with the doctor. Can you please, please add some validity to the fact that we need to look 50 million easy, easy. 
Was it because of money? State didn't want to flip your bill. Was it really because there was no wave? Because I sure the fuck remember a wave come November, December, January, February. I'm reading right now about a wave. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, the hospitals are filling up. We got Kobo. We lost trillions in the economy. The government printed trillions of more. Detroit got a billion. The state of Michigan got 13 billion. What would it cost? A thousand dollars a day for a thousand people. One million bucks? That's $30 million a month. That's $360 million a year. We got sent 13 billion. We could have protected people. We could have kept people alive if you're truly weeping about old people who live in the darkness. If you're truly weeping about them, that's the point. The seniors in long-term facilities, did they did they don't have any say either where they can go at all? If they're if they're if they when they got COVID, they just got moved around at again on a whim. You talk to me. Okay. You talk to me like I'm the fucking director of health and human services. But I have your answer. Because all I can think of is if I was staying at one of those places or if I had a loved one, I think I'd rather be down there at the TCF center, fully staffed like that, plenty of PBE, oxygen, negative air pressure, than in, as you said, one of the fetid nursing homes. And somebody's- There are other factors, including insurance, uh, including proximity. There are a lot of factors that weigh into where a person is, where and why a person is sent to where they're sent. Doctor- the, The bigger thing for me- is that this represents so many different areas, so many different industries, Charlie, where people are there every day and they witness what is wrong and they witness that nothing is being done the way it's supposed to do the, the, be done and nobody can say anything. And so everything, the can keeps getting kicked, the problems keep getting maintained and nothing ever happens. Well- this- well, well, I think it's probably best to ask the doctor that question since we got him. Sir, why didn't we have people in the in the in the convention hall? I can tell you on the truth, I don't know. Give me a guess from your gut. You work there. The only thing I can say is follow the money. There's got to be some kind of monetary reason why they didn't fill that place up. That's what Karen just said. That's that's it. That's there's a guy, Karen, who worked in there. I just wanted to hear him. I I agree. I I wholeheartedly agree because without a doubt, don't believe it. I'm going there too. Hospitals made money on this. They lost money on elective surgery. You had to fill those beds. The nursing homes made money on this, and it didn't cost the state but an extra dime. Because that's federal dough. That's insurance dough. I'm not sure, but I'm trying to figure out so we don't go through this again. Fair? Yeah. Is that fair out there? Is that fair? Doctor, is that fair? Karen, is that fair? Very much so. Yes. I have no answer. I'm trying to find out. But if I do, ooh. Well, let me, and let me say this too. A lot of people on Facebook are saying that, you know, this, that the doctor, you know, they're criti- don't criticize him because as quiet as it's kept, 90% of everybody who has a 
quote unquote job does in some capacity the same thing. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. I applaud the fact that he's taken the initiative to at least speak up now to bring attention to an issue that hopefully will be resolved as a result. So I don't think that I don't think it's fair to I mean, some people are applauding and some people are criticizing. Uh, I think The criticism is misaligned. Doctor, were you proud to serve? I was proud to be there, yeah, at the, at the field hospital, absolutely. You show up every day and do your job. I would love to do my job, but unfortunately, there was no patience there. So it was kind of a, how do I explain this? It, it was, it's deflating, it's disappointing. And there's things about the doctor that I can't tell you. I cannot tell you. But do not think he's not an honorable person. I mean, it's real easy for you out there. It's, I, I'm, I'm tired of Use your head. You think the guy could have stopped it? Look at, look at all of this going on. Numbers and lies from the nursing home. Joey, put up the picture of the, of the nursing home hub. You want to see? Look at that. There's your hand sanitizer and your plastic sheet between the COVID ward and the non-COVID ward, which is on the same fucking floor. I'd rather be at TCF with Dr. Whistleblower. Where everybody's got COVID and I'm getting real treatment. Yeah. On one side of the curtain are, are healthy people and on the other side are the infected people. What a joke. Wow. And you're this going seems to- so simple, Charlie. I mean, this isn't, no, with apologies to the doctor, this isn't brain surgery. I mean, this is just stuff that makes common sense. So who's not using or who is not in possession of common sense enough to be able to distinguish between what has to happen, what should happen for the best interest of the people that they are supposed to serve? I don't get it. I got some common sense. Ready for my common sense? Please. Yes. Have not the Chinese and the Europeans figured out plastic sheets? Because if they would have been using plastic sheets, it never would have got here. All you had to do was put up plastic sheets. <laughs> yeah. Just live in your shower for a week. It would have been gone. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Doesn't work that way. Come on, folks. Look, by the way, these are not from Charlie Ladoff, just writing stuff. These are from your federal investigators. The doctor is a federal employee. This is what they said about the places with the plastic sheets. You've also heard on this program nurses telling you the woeful undercount. You should also know that Michigan is one of the last states in the union to count the dead in the nursing homes, one of the last states in the union to count the cases in the nursing homes, and one of the last states in the union to count the deaths in the other lesser nursing homes. Huh. So what about the asterisk, the vital record search? What about it? Give me the information if this thing is so awesome. Um, some people are asking, Doc, on whose who's payroll were you on? Were you Can't there say. as part of a stop, military stop, assignment? Stop, stop, stop. Listen to me. I got you. I get it, folks. Believe it or not. That's all I can do for you. That's all I can do for you. Believe it or not. I'm just giving you a whiff of where I'm going to have to go. I got to take the heat. Whether he's worked for a local hospital, a hospital out of state, the military, the U.S. Army, the National Guard, FEMA, I can't give it to you. I won't let him do it. How are they reacting to that, Karen? I can't. 
Well, no, I think they were just asking no. in terms of who uh, who assigned him there. You know, was he a military doctor? Is he, you know, from one of the health systems? I think it was, they were just asking. I just think I, I think I just explained pain. that. I think I just explained that. No, right. I can't. I can't. I can't let him do it. And I know. Well, you wish you could, but, you know. Take it for what it's worth. Look at the rep, look at the repercussions. That Let me just remind you, though, we we do this a lot. We do it with police, right? Mm -hmm. You've heard, you you listen to the program, folks. The shit comes true. You listen to the porter in the nursing home. He had to be disguised. It was true. You heard the nurses. It's true. By the way, it's a one one trick pony. I don't check up on. I got to hear this five six times. I'm asking everybody. Whenever you see anybody put their real voice on it, they don't give two shits. But you put yourself in the position. How many of you reach out to me about your issues and say, please keep it quiet? It's really hard. So I'll be the front guy for everybody else trying to get something good done. It's really hard. Well, Charlie, people, you know, Tom, I think, kind of sums it up. He says, Charlie, we trust you. He said people are just curious and their curiosity is natural. So certainly people trust you yeah. and the fact that you are uh, treating this in the kind of confidence that it has to be handled. And again, th Tom is his name. Is that it? Hey, Tom. Brother. Yes, Tom Mosley. Appreciate it. You don't have to trust me. You should be skeptical. But what did we just hear? Which you saw the tanks. You saw the beds. You saw the equipment. Look pretty nice. Right? You, you saw that. You, you, the dates are correct. The amount of people that were treated is correct. These reports are correct. So prima facie, right on the surface, first face, the information's proper. That's all I can do. You know, again, that's all I can do. Doctor, do you have other colleagues that worked in other field hospitals throughout the country? maybe okay I, I was just curious because you, it seems like you were sitting there wondering where are the patients is that uh how bad was it in other places or do you see you see again i know I, I don't want again I, again follow me here because you understand what he's doing yeah it's oh, neither yeah. yes or no do you know people across are you local are you national I'm, see i mean he could be local I, they could have been okay all right doctor hey, i don't want him to get in trouble either doctor what should I do next? Mm -hmm. What what should I look at? Most importantly, I would say follow the money. Follow, follow the, the money. money. An explanation somewhere explained by the money. And how was the directors of this place, the, the muckety mucks of which you might have been? See how I do it? He might have been, he might not have been. What what was their what was their capability? Did you think much of them or did you think, get the fuck out of here? What a political hack appointment. Well, it was um, the initial person that was in charge of the field hospital at Kobo. Uh, no names. This because everybody was pretty much in unison saying the same thing. Uh, the initial person in charge was incompetent, angry, um, just constantly trying to flex her power and trying to insult people, uh, belittle people. At one point, she fired people that couldn't be fired. I mean, imagine trying to fire volunteers. Huh. It doesn't make sense. Well, well I, I could, could fire. I could definitely fire volunteers 
if they're fucking up. No doubt. You're out of here. I, I would do that. Having said that, uh, stay tuned, folks. I have a history with said person. Oh. A long history. And I'm not very impressed with the abilities of said person. But again, said person doesn't make the big decision. Remember, in New York, they didn't use the Javits Center. Yeah. Remember, on the record, there are people in Michigan saying, we talk to people in New York about their field hospital. These are matters of fact. I'm going to leave it at that. Doctor, I'm going to give you the last word. And Karen, the last question or the last comment from somebody. And if you're listening and you have a question, it's the last one. Type it in. Karen will give it to the doctor. Doctor, big thought here. And I'll let you go. I just want to say to everybody that's listening, keep asking questions. Because there's a lot of stuff that I'd love to tell you, but I can't. So if you keep asking those questions, if you keep digging, the answers will come. Um, and that's about all I can say. Okay. okay. I'll keep digging. So they're there, though. I'm not barking up a, a, a dark alley, right? That's right. Okay. okay. Karen? Charlie, I think he answered that question. You know, what do people do? And we and we try to give people a call to action all the time when they have access to information on this show that they don't have access to otherwise. What do they do? And I think you answered that, doctor. And a lot of people are uh, appreciating the fact that you have come forward to to share this. So thank you for your insight uh, on behalf of all our listeners. Thank you. Appreciate it. And encourage other people, you know, that work there to come forward, even in secret. Yeah, direct them my way. And, yeah. and again, oh, 100%. thank you very much, Cindy, for being on. <laughs> Just to throw them off. <laughs> thank you, doctor. Okay, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, let's just think about that for a minute. That. Uh, remember, please share, share, share. The they are Charlie. The more that it gets, you, you got a great group of people. Um, we, we got over six hundred people that are tuned in now. Uh, last week we had at, at first glance over fifteen thousand. Um, you know, and and everybody is sharing and weighing in. Not everybody agrees, but they are intellectually challenging um, certain things that they don't understand and supporting those things that they do. So that's a great audience to me. Keep it low. Thank you. By the way, it's okay not to agree. To put each other down is bullshit. We're not going to get anywhere. So thank you. Share, share, share. So everybody at least has an idea of what the other thought is. I do believe, like when I first looked at Flint, I said, oh my God, what the fuck, Flint? We put a map on the wall. Bob Shettlebauer, Matt Phillips, Deb Andrews, Laura Cindy. We put it up there and I said, huh? What do we do? We just looked at a map and I said, where does all this shit connect? What's the biggest thing on the map? You know what it was? It was the Flint water treatment plant. So we started there. When I look at the map, folks, what's the biggest thing we can see? It's TCF slash Cobo Hall. It is. Therein lies an answer to some things. Again, stop. Don't. Don't. I, I don't like it when you say, oh, Gretchen Hitler. I think it's dumb. I think it diminishes what's happening. I think it poisons the well. Just like, you know, everything is the orange orangutan's fault. 
Yeah. I, I don't. It's cheap. It's, I don't want to. So if you want to do it with each other, do. But I support you. We all support you. Please support us so we can keep going. Now, Red is at Kobo where they flipped it. Hold on. Into a soup kitchen. But I want to let you know that Red Live on the Streets is brought to you by... Hey. American Coney Island, our dear friends. This is the last Friday for fish. Oh, man. I didn't get one, man. If you're listening, Grace, uh, if you can hustle over to the east side and... (laughs) And give Queen Karen her fist sandwich at her door. <laughs> Grace no, Hub. No worries, and some shit don't, that you know, don't stink. So, you know, I always have to have something special. But I'm going to get one. I'll figure it out. It Thank might, you, it, it might it may, I think they've been doing it next Friday, too. But call ahead. They're really good. They're at the corner of Michigan Lafayette. And, you know, every other day of the week, they got gyros. And by the way, it's not called a gyro. <laughs> it's not a gyro. It's called a gyro. Gyro. Which is a doner kebab. All of it comes from the Turks. Oh, and by the way, the Turks come from Central Asia and moved westerly. Very interesting. Every culture in the Middle East has something that is a gyro. Is that why they needed a, a shish kebab? Ride and ride with one hand, carry their food in the other. What a fucking guy! <laughs> that is some suburban <laughs> American dude. Right talking there. about that's, that's that's what. Would that's you get why. that off of South Park? I'm talking deep. I'm talking deep. No, I'm world history. Why, and a uh, fucker give me South Park episode. That's why it was uh, created so that you, way. So when are you going to call me when the Dykes goes off? Token? Come on, Mark. What are you oh, doing? Oh, damn. I don't know what he's doing. I don't even know what just happened. I lost track myself. Can we just go to Red? Park. You know what that is. But anyway, listen. Esquire says American Coney Island is one of the top 100 restaurants in America. We cannot lose. So please give it your business. Order a Coney kit. Final four, because Michigan's going, baby. Unless they're not. That's okay. Well, you got to eat while you're watching. They're just teenagers in tight pants, man. Relax. Big business. What are you talking about? I don't get none of it. (laughs) Okay. Also, you know, what's the name of that sneaker company? Vans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of tens and tens of thousands of companies across the country, they're doing a special. Only a few get this. They're making special collector shoes of just a few businesses in america and guess who's been selected no way american coney island wow that's great we'll get you we'll get you we'll get you the details when they come when it's the website's ready and the design is finished but special edition coney shoes oh that's cool that's good i ain't paying for them fuck it i ain't getting you'll get one for free i ain't getting nothing you work there you gotta go online motherfucker (laughs) yeah we all gonna get them fucking cement and coney sauce on our fucking collectibles Come on. I don't wear my Superman jammies either. Because <laughs> they're collectible? Or my Fila tracksuit. You think I wear that to work? Come on, man. Anyway, American Coney Island. Eat it. Nice. Just eat it. Eat it. Now, with no further delay, we take you to the streets of Detroit where he was getting cussed out. Now, I was worried he's going to get his ass beat. Everybody, Detroit. Oh, but before I forget, remind me after. <laughs> I definitely Detroit comedian Red. What do we got, Red? Well, I'm down here in front of the TCF, aka Cobo Hall, and I'm actually right across the street from the entrance of the France uh, Pope Francis Center, which is basically a day help center for the homeless here in Detroit. So when we say follow the money, that's what I did, and it led me here. And if you think, well, okay. All these millions we didn't heard about went into doing this. You're wrong. The city, with all the money they got flooding through here, getting paid rent for shit they didn't use, 
still end up charging this group uh, expenses to run down here. So even though they did give them $300,000 in the first little November to April stint to be here and help the homeless from about 7 in the morning to 11, shower, laundry, place to get off the street, these folks still have to scrape and scrounge and come up with private donations to do something that the city has seemed to just fucking overlook. Wow. As well as servicing and feeding and providing showers and laundry services for these homeless folks. They service about 200 a day. They also have managed to vaccinate 200 homeless people. Again, something else we do not hear the city saying nothing about. They not even like they don't even give a damn. So I took the pleasure of going down in here the other day and being able to go through the center. And I'm going to tell you, it's a really nice setup down there. They 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 clean. Uh, uh, got they serving breakfast at seven, and then an early lunch at nine. They got a lounge area set up where they can catch some news, keep up with what's going on in the world, get off the elements for a minute, and uh, basically they really going through a lot to help these folks. Now you would think that the city would say, okay, we already got paid rent for space that's not being used. We've gotten millions to do things to upgrade this, the TCF center to be a field hospital. We know what went on with that. We gonna let you guys be here to help us with our problem. Nope. You guys still gotta come up with expenses. Well, it's, and it's important to say, two more months. it's important to say that this, the, the TCF center is a regional authority. It's a regional, yes, it is. So let it's not, it's clear. not it's the cities. Under the regional authority. But so the, it's not solely on the city, but. The city got the majority of the votes in their pocket. They got one, it goes like this, one for Wayne County, one for Detroit. So Wayne County gets two. Oakland County gets one, Macomb County gets one, and the governor gets one. So they got three. But and, I haven't said they could have easily passed it. They could have gave these guys. I want to, first of all, let me make this clear. I'm not going off. These folks are doing a hell of a job. This is another case and example where trickle down does not fucking work, Okay. Let's just look at it. The Fed sent the state millions of dollars and, and, and billions in COVID relief. The state sent the city and the region millions in COVID relief. They only got $300,000 grant, and they still got to come up with almost another half a million to help do what they do. So if the city and the state would get off their ass and stop managing shit like this, like a poorly ran McDonald's, where the shake machine don't work, the girl got attitude, and the manager only a year older than the girl with the attitude, so they ain't fixing the shake machine or a funky-ass attitude, we could actually help a whole lot more people who are truly in need. On top of the fact, they closed down one of the main homeless shelters in downtown in efforts to relocate the homeless population of downtown. And guess what? They said they weren't going nowhere. So what, did we just forget about them? What, we throw a couple cans of Campbell at them? What, we let Pope Francis come in here, scrape, scrounge, and pull the lint out of their pocket? Thankfully for the blessings of the people that donate to help of people that should be getting help by the people with all the damn money. This is bullshit if you ask me. Now, Karen, you worked in city government. Doesn't the city have its own health and human services department, uh, a homeless outreach? Don't, what, what's, don't they have that? 
Well, and I'm not sure if they have an actual homeless outreach, but the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, there is a department, a director um, that is supposed to, if not directly be responsible, work with entities. But this is a thing. I have to kind of agree with with Red and a couple of people that are weighing in online. We've got organizations, and I say this all the time, we got 70,000 nonprofit organizations in the state of Michigan. Everybody's always donating. We've got all this stuff. And nobody ever does anything but put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound, and we never solve a problem. Well, and, let's, and let's again, this isn't a, a foundation's issue. This is the city. This is its citizens. Yeah. We just got set $800 million, and you're asking a small organization to pay for the water? Fuck and off. The By yeah. the way, Thanks. folks, folks. Ain't nothing wrong with using it for something, but what we could have done with a minimum of $50 million. Don't forget, I told you earlier, quietly, quietly in September, $36 million by the legislature went to Kobo. Pay for it. Another, I, I go ahead. And let me throw this in there. The field hospital you show that we got pictures of that's supposed to be in here, I couldn't even get in the front door to walk around and even see where it was. The security guard told me basically the the center was the the hall the TCF wasn't open to the public yet. So public building not open to the public, and I can't see nothing that's going on. Big empty ass beautiful casino style building, and you can tell it's a brand new ventilation system in there. Because I thought I was in the casino. Nothing but fresh oxygen. I was wide the fuck awoke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, as far as I remember, the homeless are the public. So yeah. if you want to see, go ahead and fib. Or better <laughs> yet, what is the name, Red, of the organization? This is the Pope Francis Center. Now, they are located out of the Catholic Church a few blocks over. What happened was, and they explained this to me, what the reason they even had to come here was because they didn't have a capacity to keep servicing the homeless with the COVID restrictions. Okay, so pause, 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 that, pause, pause. Good enough. Good enough. See, you turn you turn a comedian into a fucking reporter. <laughs> That's what the fuck you get. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell it all now. Red, how can they get a hold of Pope Francis and donate? What you can do is uh, look up Pope Francis Center online. It'll take you directly to their website, and they have all the donation information there. They're, they're, and they're doing a lot more than just feeding them soup. I want to elaborate on that. They also have a uh, medical clinic, which they try to provide them with some sort of medical treatment checkups. And they also have, he informed me, a once a week they have a uh, clinic where they're trying to help some of these folks get up out the situation they're in. And so, get them reacclimated into some type of normal life and get off of the streets and out of their bad situation. What happens in two months when that shuts down? Where where do these services go? Do they go back to the organization? Do the people go back on the street? What happens when the when they shut out of TCF? Well, from my understanding, they are trying to expand, but by that time in June, because they are up in June first, they'll be going back to the church and probably servicing out of tents in the parking lot or whatnot like they were doing before they came over here. But they are looking to expand and get a bigger building. So I'm going to throw this out there as a personal suggestion to Bad Deal Duggan. 
<laughs> another one of my name for. All these empty school property buildings owned by the city, all this stuff that we got sitting here doing nothing. How about we step up and give a group like this one of them buildings so they can expand and really help where you guys seem to be forgetting the problem exists. Okay, but okay, everybody stop now. Stop. That's just my suggestion. Yeah, but that's a, you know, come on, man. You give them a building, they got to fund it. Where's all yeah. the fucking money? Where is it? Where is it? There's a homeless services in this city. We got it in the state. We can find money for Cobo. We didn't use it for shit. End of story. Now, look, it, I, apparently we got a donate button and somewhere on our website, nobsnewshour.com. If you donate today, I'll walk it down to the Pope Francis Center. If you go on the uh, drewandmikestore.com and you get a Fix the Shit t-shirt, it'll be one of our things. If you, if you get it today, and the reason I'm saying today is because there's no way for me to know when we got it. Put it in there. Leave a note. I'll walk it all down there. They're doing good work. We got a yeah. lot of good people in this town. We're going to end it at there, Red. Um... But you told me to remind yourself. I, I did. And I have to do this. And I got it. Tell me what I was thinking, Ren. <laughs> Fucker. What was Starting I every Friday and Saturday. Yeah. What was Catch it? Catch me. Go ahead. <laughs> At Detroit's longest running comedy club and one of Detroit's longest running sit-down service restaurants. At Starters Bar and Grill on Southfield and Plymouth every Friday and Saturday with premium Comedy Club Entertainment. When does it start? April 2nd is our first weekend. What time Hosted is it at? ran by me. What, 8 p.m. What day? Where? Friday? Oh, please. Friday? April 2nd. Yeah, Friday, April 2nd. And what's the name of the place? The name of the place is Starters Bar and Grill. Where Tony is it? Tony comic vibe is located inside in a separate showroom. God damn it. What the fuck? Uh, Unprofessional. Stop it. Stop it. Again. Question one, what's the name of the place? Starters Bar and Grill. Where's the place? In Starters Bar and Grill. Where is Starters Bar and Grill? This is a joke, right? This is a joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Trying to get a guy first. Trying to get a guy first. Tony comic vibe inside Starters Bar and Grill on Plymouth and Southfield. There it is. Showtime, 8 o'clock. April, April 2nd, 2nd is the first weekend. <laughs> Charlie, I expect to see you there and all our viewers. Get in touch with me. We get you some tickets and we get you. You ain't gonna catch me within a mile, dude. And I am. I got antibodies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You stay clear. That's, <laughs> that's the West Side, Red. That's okay. We got tight security and oh, it's good for grown folks. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. and also, Red. Um, how do you get tickets? <laughs> I think he froze now. He froze. Look at that. He's like Perfect. nothing worse than a comedian that froze. <laughs> Fuck. Perfect time. You got stage fright. <laughs> All right, listen. Well, let's get to the news and get you out of here. Let you know that the news is brought to you by David Hall Mortgage. David Hall and Hall Financial care about the community. That's why the team at Hall Financial is working from home around the clock to help people save money by refinancing. It's a great time to look at your options. That's why many people are refinancing right now. If you haven't refinanced in the last year, Hall Financial is here to help. Now's the time to lower your monthly payments and keep some extra money in your pocket as we go through the turbulent times. By refinancing, you can probably skip two payments. Hear that? Two payments. So why not see if you can save some money or cut your term? If you're worried about the coronavirus, don't. Homes can be appraised without someone stepping foot inside your house. 
Hall Financial Service is the fastest in the business. That's why they have over, what, 2,000 at least? Yeah, oh, easily. More than that. 5,000? Yeah, let's say five. Five-star review. Could be 10 by now. Well, it's a no-bullshit news hour. And I don't know. Go check it for yourself. Go to davidhallmortgage.com and look for yourself. Read the testimonials or simply call 248-308-5000. Hall Financial, lower payments, better options, more personal attention. And God, N M. LS number one four six seven four three five equal housing lender. Let's go with Ray. Say okay. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, <laughs> um, he's still answering the question. <laughs> people are frustrated. She's angry. I'm frustrated. She's feeling like some people coming down here to take advantage of getting them on camera. What's I'm in the not. What's in the news? <laughs> Red about ready to get his ass beat. Stay on. Stay on with us, Red. Stay on with us. Let's do some quick news, okay? Um, Dan Gilbert. Yeah. $500 million bequeathment to the city of Detroit. We love Dan. Dan is the man. Dan's the man. That's great. Dan went on CBS National News in the morning to announce it first, and then we all followed locally. You know why? This is called... Skepticism, not cynicism. Okay. Um, ba-da-da. That's because them airheads in the national news don't know what the fuck to ask. They couldn't find Shane and grass shit if I gave him $300 for an Uber. Here's the thing. I'm Look. on my way. <laughs> yeah, ready to pick you up at the, at the Greyhound because he knows where it's at. Here's the thing. Of the $500 million, folks, only 15 has been offered. Okay, over 10 years, we're getting $500 million. It seems to me each year you'd get you'd 50 get promised. You'd it's get not, it's, it's just a promise, Charlie. $50 million would be 10, $500 million divided by 10 years is $50 million. We got $15 million. Okay, forgive me if I'm a little skeptical, seeing as last week Red was calling him out for the hundreds of millions we handed to you and you've done nothing with. Let me. First of all, start with the Q line. Huh. His his flying Dutchman. It's been losing money every year. They've been lying that it's not losing money. We just gave him $15 million. That's a wash. What about the Hudson's Tower, where it's part of a $650 million deal where he's going to develop the, the skyscraper. He's going to develop Monroe Block right by Campus Marshes. Nothing. We gave it to him for nothing, plus cash money that costs us another $600 million. That's a fact. What about, you remember where the failed jail was in Michigan was going to do the innovation center, was going to have a hotel and everything? They ain't broken ground on that shit. They told us 90 days they're going to break the ground. I didn't see that. Um, what else I got written here? Uh, what about the soccer stadium we were going to get? Remember that one? And the Ross Business School partnership. Wasn't there supposed to be something in partnership with the U of M's Ross Business School? Yeah, that's the innovation center. Okay. God, I got to know everything. We're throwing stuff out there, but I know it. See, I know it. No bullshit. So over over a billion dollars in public handouts. This is cash, tax breaks, everything. Look, I take the 15. Thank you, sir. But forgive me. Where's the endowment? Where are the disbursement papers? What else do you plan? See, there's being misreported by the locals. The whole 500 million is going to help with the with the with your overdue taxes in Detroit. Not true. After the 15, we have no idea where it's going. Gilbert said, and I'm going to leave it after this, 
but this is a fact. Gilbert said it was blight that caused property values to tank, and yet people were still overassessed, and that's what got them behind. I'll tell you something I never said before. Before I left television, I was working on a story. 1,500 mortgages issued by Quicken Loan. 1,500. I tracked them, along with MIT, the Chicago Fed, and the University of Michigan Statistics Department. Right? Because I ain't tangling with this tiger unless I got it right. Of those, 1,500 issued in 2006. Within 10 years, half were belly up. I don't care if they were subprime or not. If they were prime, even worse than I thought. Of those 50%, 50% of those that went under were either burned down, abandoned, stripped, or had squatters in them. Wow. That's what happened. When they got wind of it and I called them for comment, talked to me, fucker got yanked, got pulled. We're not doing it. I was told we're doing it for you. I go, for me, for me. I'm with you out there. Again, skeptical, not cynical. I'm working with data. I'm working with stuff. So again, thanks for the 15. Even if he gives the 500 million, the nonprofit that is being funneled through, which is a good thing, supposed to keep the city's hands out of it, quid pro quo, favors and stuff. Duggan's on that fucking board. <laughs> oh, come on. And it's an election year, Charlie. You got to remember. <laughs> I didn't know that. Performative. All of it is posturing. Uh, and, and, and you know, it's not a criticism of anybody. It's just people have to ask questions and see things for what they are and not just what you are told they are. Yes. And again, skeptical, not cynical. But it's nearly. I'm gonna break it down even simpler. Quit catfishing me. Hmm. (laughs) You mean trying to bait you? Yeah, that's all it is. Is catfishing me for a future vote or future support? But again, see, but again, I love you. I love y'all. But uh, I'm the. I'm kind of the voice of reason. I don't know what the future holds. I know we got to keep an eye on it. I know what your history is. I know there ain't no skyscraper there. There's Brush Park's not finished. Nothing's at the Brewster Project site. 24 acres, $900,000, and a pile of fucking rubble sitting there. There's no Red Wing town around the Red Wing Stadium that we paid for. I've been through this. Did you hear? And the train to nowhere ain't ran in over a year and a half. But did you listen in the CBS interview and his wife said, you know, we didn't want to just do what we thought was right. We held listening sessions and they want to address poverty in the And I'm trying to figure out, okay, who did you talk to? I mean, I'd really like to know. I've never heard of any listening sessions. If somebody spoke or participated, I'd really like to hear from them. And again, this is not putting a Band-Aid on, you know, a a, a temporary solution is not how you address poor contributing problems. It's not. I, I, I don't know. Okay, look. Let's go to the last item. Two, two last items. Mass shootings. Atlanta. Boulder. I'm sorry. I am. Apparently the guy in Atlanta, it has something to do with Asian hate. Seems to me he was a, he was a sociopath who went to the places of prostitution that he frequented Mm. and tried to suppress his, you know, Baptist urge not to like women. Yeah. Except, of course, 
He also killed two white people and critically wounded a Latino man. And then a week later, an Arab Muslim man goes into Boulder and kills, I believe, 10 white people, and it fades away. Either way, we know this. What's the common theme? Guns. I won't go into it. We can go into another time. We've talked about it. But mass shootings, according to the FBI, mass shootings are where three or more people are shot. So, you know, I love this town, and I try to keep track of everything. In Detroit, there have been nine triple shootings this year alone. One last night. In the last month, there have been two quadruple shootings. One on the freeway, one on the streets. In the last eight months, there have been, it, by my counting, six, nine, ten, eleven, twelve mass shootings. I don't even know how many triple shootings were last year. There were eight this year, but last year there was a quintuple in October. And four days earlier, there was a sextuple. And then there were four quadruples last June. So that is 9, 10, 11, 12, at least 12 in eight months. Mass shootings. Mass shootings on our streets. Does it matter the reason? Does it? Does it matter the color? Does it? What the fuck is going on here? It is... When you think you could sit at a Coney Island, right, up near Davidson, and a guy makes fun of some shoes, and you waste a bunch of innocent people. And we're not saying, boo, this is a failure. Red. Let me tell you something. The crime and the response in this town is a joke, literally. Just earlier this week, and I actually kind of liked you, Craig, but he announced a task force and helicopter for cats and charges speeding through the city. How about a task force to start busting these cats with all these illegal guns? How about the city stop making bad deals so he can get more officers so they can be patrolling our city and give us what we want? Nobody here don't want more police. And me and all the other taxpayers here feel as though we paying for that. Can we get something going here? We tired of losing our youth in the streets over this nonsense and BS. That's just real talk. That is. And finally, I'll say this. You might not know it. You might not know it. Hey, firefighters, did you know that three companies, three ladder companies, have been permanently mothballed in the last two weeks. Did you know that, Detroit? Did you know that three fire companies are permanently gone? Get ready. Where's the union? Where are you guys? I know you guys. You want to be on this program? What are you doing? What the fuck is going on with public safety? It's a re-election year. I'm getting pronouncements on CBS Morning News, and they have no clue about nursing homes they have no clue about the madness in the streets they have no clue about the poverty and this ripoff of tax money 
Okay, you know, hey, have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah. That wasn't a smooth transition. Oh, but I... Uh, it could be my birthday this weekend. Oh, happy birthday. Did not Double know nickel. Double nickel. Really? Wow. I try to keep you shape. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <Flexing>. Happy birthday. <laughs> you notice I keep looking over my shoulder because I don't know if she's going to creep around the corner. <laughs> she's still. Funny thing, that's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one reason to stay here, and I'll turn right back around. Turn right back around Said I don't want to leave you lonely You gotta make me change my mind And for God's sakes, try to love one another Baby, I got your number Oh, and I know that you got mine You know that I called you too many times You can call me, baby You can call me anytime You got to call me Coming to take me for a birthday cocktail? <laughs> I'm COVID free, man. What you talking about, Tony? Nah, man, let's keep it private. Come get me, Holmes. The youthful heart can love you, yes, and give you what you need. I said, this youthful heart can love you. Chasing you around, wasting my precious energy.
Say hey. 